It's finally finished, but we're still stuck in the supernatural purgatory. This podcast is a rewatch of all 15 seasons and hopefully our way to finally escape this show. Join us once a week for a fun, informal discussion on each episode and leave comments on any specific upcoming plot points you'd like us to discuss. Where? <laughs> oh, was that noise? That was so good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> This week, we're on episode 10 of season one, Asylum. And I was looking up some facts and figures, as I normally do. So 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, which it was surprisingly highly rated, I thought. I think last week's episode was 8.7. So I was like, oh, but 8.5 is pretty hmm. good. Yeah. Um, it was d- directed by Guy Normanby or Guy B. And I think this is the first episode he's directed, but he's done a fair few over the years for Supernatural um, and the writer was Richard Hattam again so uh, yeah we've seen him a few times now have we? yeah he wrote a few, he's written a few episodes I think he wrote oh, I forget I forget I feel like he wrote Skin <laughs> but I'm not sure it would make sense if he did yeah it definitely has that same kind of um, like feel to it yeah so like I don't, this episode to me kind of wasn't that impactful. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. Yeah, it has it has its moments. Obviously, we'll get into into those moments. <laughs> um, I am surprised it was an eight point five. I didn't think it was. I don't know. I didn't think it was any better than any other episodes that maybe were lower rated. Like, yeah, I think that this episode is to Sam as skin was to dean's character like it was the same kind yes. of deal yeah yeah definitely <laughs> no yeah that's definitely true i i had the same thoughts <laughs> so i guess we can get into it let's do it so let's jump right in <laughs> <laughs> um so we we start in rockville rockford illinois and we are looking at Roosevelt Asylum. You know this is not going to turn out well when you start <laughs> at an asylum. I mean, it's in the title, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay, this I know I do this every week and I'm really sorry. We get so we start getting into it and something happens at the beginning of the episode that I'm like, "Well, oh, <laughs> this is not related." But have you ever gone urban disco- disco- uh, urban exploring like going to abandoned buildings and stuff? I guess the closest thing I've been to that kind of urban exploring thing is uh, I went to an old uh, submarine like demagnetizing harbor place in Estonia. <laughs> so it's like a Soviet era, um, mm-hmm. like naval but you're, thing. Like, it was pretty cool. But you were allowed to go there, right? It wasn't like... Yeah, well, it was on a tour. And like, we've been, right. we went to a... Um, like the outskirts of a prison at the same time and that was kind of yeah but yeah we've never i've never broken in somewhere to go exploring i think that's yeah. what you're getting at <laughs> yeah i've always wanted to do that apparently so outside of our hometown like not far there is yeah. like an abandoned um uh, abandoned theme park i didn't know that like some what? i've seen some some people that we know mm-hmm. um have like taken pictures and like is really really cool but like, I would I would never do it in America, um, yeah. because I would probably get arrested. Um, <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm, I'm of mixed race, so therefore I am black. 
<laughs> so I, I can't imagine and I'm in North Carolina I can't imagine that's going to go down too well uh, yeah. so I'm not going to be doing that even though there's like really cool like plantations and stuff like not far like if you go into South Carolina and like Georgia yeah. and area, those areas you could find some really cool like estates but obviously I'm not going to be doing that anyway <laughs> sorry to get back into the episode which kind of comes back to what's happening actually so the police actually arrive to the the asylum because they get mm-hmm. they get a report saying that you know I, I guess they get a report or something and I'm, I'm not sure why yeah, they're going or they're there. out on patrol and they like see a car pulled up and know it's a place that people break into you know something yeah. has like uh drawn their attention yeah exactly so this this whole scene is very much like just exposition of of, of what this place is because mm. the the poli- one of the police officers I, do they say what his name is yeah so there's two police officers there's i think it's um daniel gunderson and walter kelly so right. um walter kelly here is the one that like wanders off <laughs> <laughs> into the basement i think that's where he's he's gone the uh gunderson finds the 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 kids who are like cowering somewhere and like yeah because sort of like a little bit of cut back and forth we go back yeah. to kelly and he's you know he's got the typical ghost things happening so they <laughs> they haven't established the cold spots yet because it's just flickering lights yeah right? I, I said this last episode as well they didn't ask um jenny in her house whether she'd had any cold spots in the house so it just mm-hmm. yeah it does just does seem to be like flickering lights and things moving like especially they really like the doors opening and closing in this yeah. episode <laughs> they, they really do yeah um this is this is definitely more of the like what so I don't like ghost things mm. so for me this is definitely one more of the quote unquote scary episodes yeah um, just because like ghosts make me really uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> like especially especially in this environment like yeah. where they the yeah where you don't really see them and they just pop out yeah so we see that the the flashlight is not working properly mm-hmm. and then he gets a a little bit of a nosebleed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so he get like he he goes down to the basement and it's it's sort of implied that something happens to him. Um because when he comes back out and finds his partner who's got rid of the kids, I guess. Um yeah, they're they're sat together and he yeah, his nose is bleeding and stuff. But we don't see anything in this first bit. Like we don't know what's happened and we don't know um like what's going on really. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, so then, like, once they've kind of taken the kids out and they've kind of done their rounds and things, I would say, like, Kelly's acting a bit weird. Um, Like, (laughs) I think it's just the camera angles and the way they've shot him, but he seems (laughs) creepy. Uh, And then, so he goes back home um, and has, like, a his wife is implying that they had an argument earlier. And then, like, out of nowhere, he shoots her, which it, it doesn't show it, but it's outside the window and you, like, hear gunshots. Uh, before the title card of this episode Uh, so yeah something happened to him in the asylum we don't know what it was do you so i I said that this is the first time we've seen sort of like a ghost possession yeah but it's as we get into it it's kind of it's kind of not but it i don't know i'm not sure what it what it would be considered at this point Mm. but it's a really good point actually like what actually is happening to these people because yeah that seems pretty pretty extreme but I guess mm-hmm. with what happens later on. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 
had to think about that. So we cut to a motel with Sam and Dean, and uh, Sam's on the phone with... Um, we're not sure who he exactly who's on the phone with, but this is the sort yeah. of first indication that there is... At least they are forming some sort of hunter network, because he comes into a little bit of conversation with Dean yeah. saying, like, we've called this person, this person, this person, and they haven't heard from John. Yeah, so he's calling, uh, what I got was, he was calling John's, like, basically his gun dealer, <laughs> um, asking oh, okay. him if he'd heard from him. Um, and he gets off the phone and he said his name was Caleb. He also mentions Jefferson and Pastor Jim. And I'd like, I like to say that maybe we meet Pastor Jim at some point. I don't know why, but his name pings something in my brain. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I can't back that up with any knowledge. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> we do come across a lot of religious folk later on so it's very possible <laughs> it's possible yeah i don't know why that one pinged, pinged my brain yeah so i mean he's on the phone asking about john dean's like leafing through the journal <laughs> and like you know asking like have you found you know have you found any clues or anything and dean said like no like the, the guy writes like yoda i love the guy but i swear he writes like freaking yoda and this is the first <laughs> of like there are a lot of pop culture references in this episode that Dean makes, like oh, a God, lot, like there more are, than normal. There are... <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm glad you picked that up too. Like there's there's two scenes back to back where I think there's like five. That's yeah. way too many. <laughs> like he does do it throughout the seasons, but this was like a lot. I, yeah, to the point yeah. that it was like most of his dialogue in this episode was pop culture <laughs> references, but they're fine. I think, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so like Sam asks um, if they should maybe call the feds, which I assume he just means like the police. I don't know if he generally means FBI. It doesn't seem no, like he, a I think great he does. idea. So he does mean the FBI. Well, usually when you say feds, it, it refers to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, so that'll be FBI. Um, which is kind of weird that you would go straight to the FBI. Like I know that in terms of like hierarchy. Um, because it's the federal, so it's like it looks at the whole entire country yeah. rather than the state. But and obviously John is missing in the country. Yeah. But like usually you go to the like so I think it was Colorado was the last place, right? The very I first. Think so yeah. The, the, the second episode where they like have mm. an indication of where he might be. Yeah. Um. For for Wendigo. So like you would go to the them first. Yeah. Rather than the fed- anyway, uh, at least that's how I would interpret it. So it's kind of it's just funny. But it just seems like goes. a bad idea. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. If they find John, he's probably got a trunk full of weapons. <laughs> like, <laughs> and know. like, they do all this illegal stuff to get money, like yeah. card- credit card fraud. I mean, Dad- Dean does um, express that by saying Dad would be pissed. So yeah, yeah. Like sure. he knows that it's not a good idea. <laughs> so I mean, they get into it like. Sam's kind of I don't know he he kind of tiptoeing around Dean in this episode so he's saying to him here like you know asking him if he's okay you know that John didn't turn up when they were in Kansas which mm-hmm. we were kind of hoping that they would talk about this because I said in the last episode like oh I bet they're not gonna but they kind of yeah. do they, they kind of skirt around it but they, they do so and they discuss here what we've we talked about for a few episodes where Sam's like, well, you know, John could be dead. And Dean's like, don't even say that. So I guess it's kind of, 
I think, yeah, I think it's swapped. I think Dean still thinks that. I do, I do. I still think he thinks that, but he's in denial about it. It might be true. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, I, like, obviously, like, Dean's not okay that John didn't show up because he left that really, like, heartfelt message on his voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Sam just mostly feels sorry for him and, rather than being annoyed himself. Yeah, definitely. Know. Yeah. So... <laughs> So then Dean, <laughs> Dean gets a message on his phone and I put, it did a dramatic zoom into the yes. phone screen. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it was it's so like, cheesy. It was so cheesy. And so unnecessary. But, so no, unnecessary. I think all I think all of them are, to be honest. But like yeah. you we're already super close up on the phone. Like you can already <laughs> read it. But no, it's just like, look at this information. <laughs> yeah and like it didn't really mean anything either like you could there was no need to do it because it's just some numbers and said it wasn't sent from anybody so why did you need to zoom in on that phone screen yeah whatever but like dean gets well excited <laughs> gets well excited about it um because like he's like it's a text message and he immediately thinks it's from john because it's coordinates and like, yeah he starts doing all this research on it like straight away um yeah sort of fuels him into action yeah, and it's kind of Sam's reaction to like Dean thinking it's John is so funny. The man can barely work a toaster, Dean. I'm like, <laughs> like we've just established that he used to be a mechanic, so yeah. he, you know, like I kind of get where he's where he's coming from in that, like, you know, <laughs> how often did he cook meals and stuff like that for them yeah. in motels? Probably not that often. So obviously, Sam has grown up with his dad not being like showing much care in terms of certain certain things and yeah. i also it also came to mind that like so john's supposed to be what in his mid to late 40s right now yeah i think so yeah and so i keep i keep looking at this like <laughs> forgetting that we're in 2020 and that this was in 2005 yeah so it's like so you got to think 40 years back from 2005 and it's just like yeah okay there's there is like a little bit of a disconnect with like technology Mm -hmm. at that age but like i didn't know anybody who was in their 40s in 2005 like why why would i (laughs) but like i just think of my parents i guess i think yeah yeah they i think they're about the same the same age and like they at that time they would always call me like they wouldn't texting was not a thing until like recently (laughs) yeah i think so i think you're right like it's so hard to teach some people to use technology i mean come on (laughs) honestly so i mean so dean's like you know like yeah let's go let's go do this like he might be there and sam's kind of just annoyed that he's only messaging them with a job like not even any like hi how are you just like some coordinates like go on go on go but yeah, Dean's like, no, we're definitely going. And it's, it's like the end of that scene, like Sam's face is so funny. He looks so <laughs> he looks so annoyed, but it's just like a Sam annoyed face, like his person is mm-hmm. lips like it's just like yeah. <laughs> so I think so this episode also kind of made me realise um a little bit of why it's so difficult to connect with Sam, because he keeps going back and forth between this like this moody child and yeah. like being able to work her jobs especially in this like scene yeah, where definitely. he's like um in bugs you know he he like we said last time 
mm-hmm. he was all up for apologizing to John and realizing his mistake. Or I say mistake in quotations. He didn't make mistakes, but yeah. But then suddenly now he's like, and like he he seemed okay with sort of just doing jobs. Yeah. But now he's like again so focused on finding John again, and mm-hmm. it's just like one minute he's you know being you're able to emotionally connect i guess a little bit and then next he's like just being annoying i guess um and like very confrontational for being confrontational i guess i don't know i don't know it's just yeah he flips off between being like annoyed with what they're doing to like on board with it and back again i i guess that's kind of um true to real life like you'd have days when you were okay with the situation you have days when you weren't um mm-hmm. but yeah i think that's why i it's weird because you do see the same thing with dean like you see him flip-flop between like hyper like masculine like stupid stuff that comes out <laughs> of his mouth and then you know like vulnerable side where he's like yeah leaving voice messages to his dad but that seems to work mm-hmm. as a whole character whereas like sam in these early seasons, it's just flip flop between like capable hunter and just like a bit whiny child. <laughs> that's yeah. awful. I know. But, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, definitely. So um, but yeah, so it was uh, for me that that's what kind of resonated in this scene for me it was just like he was back to basically the very few episodes, like episode two. Like it felt very mm. much Wendigo attitude of like or. I don't know, like uh, just, or even even dead in the water more. Yeah, um, like doesn't want to be there, doesn't want to go. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. But I mean, um, maybe it's a bit of like, you know, a come down from the last episode where he really thought this was all yeah. going to get solved and they mm-hmm. sorted everything out, but it wasn't that. And they're still having to go on this trip together. I think, yeah, he's a bit bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean this this conversation leads into like I guess later on uh, a mm. little bit. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah. yeah, so they end up in a bar, which is not mm. a pub; it's an actual bar. Um, uh, it's actually called the Old Terminal Pub, so I think you're fine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it's still considered a bar. <laughs> um, and um, so we found the jacket thief. Oh yeah. The police officer has the exact same leather jacket <laughs> as Dean has. Oh my God, how, did I, how did I not notice this? Oh my, I mean, it's not, I like, it's not exactly the same, but it's it's the same kind of like brown leather worn. I don't think like, yeah, I was just, when I saw that, I was like, ha, he was the one who took it. Um, but and no. also Dean doesn't wear that jacket in this episode. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it could very well be that they had to like, give him something so they're like here go use this one <laughs> oh, man. Um, so the the surviving officer and he's just having a drink by himself mm-hmm. and uh dean comes up to him as like saying he's a reporter for the chicago tribune yeah um, he introduces himself as nigel tufnell who's a guitarist from um, the movie spinal tap <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah yeah that's funny um so they you know he's he's been a bit of a he's being a very um aggressive reporter like asking him what happened and like in a really belligerent way yeah and then acting (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Sam comes to the rescue of the officer and like yeah. tells him to to go away and he's the and pushes him off and tells him that he's an officer and you should respect him and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. okay, all right there. Mr. Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out a bit, yeah. It's, it's really yeah. getting into it, yeah. <laughs> It just, it makes me laugh when like actor like actors playing a character I have to act it just it makes me laugh. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so with this acting, like Sam manages to get all the information out of the um, officer. You don't actually hear him tell tell him afterwards um, because Sam meets Dean outside the bar and kind of tells him all this like, oh, he told me all about the asylum, but again, doesn't really go into it. Sort of cuts. I like here mm-hmm. that like Dean says like you shoved me kind of hard. Yes, <laughs> it sounds like oh no, it's me- method acting. <laughs> shoved me kind of hard in there, buddy boy. I'd sell it, didn't I? It's method acting. Huh? Never mind. <laughs> They're clearly poking for themselves there, like. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, so um, they got all the information, but we don't know what it is. They're very, like, secretive in this episode. Like, what's in there? What's it going to be? <laughs> so, like, to for me, this episode felt like it should have been an hour long. There's things that, like, big chunks of story that kind of just get cut out. Now, I don't know if that's because I literally, I, just before I watched this episode, I just finished the two towers and i was watching <laughs> return of the king so obviously right. these are really expansive like <laughs> storytelling movies yeah. they weren't the extended cuts they were just the, the regular ones yeah um so i'm like in my mind i was like oh you know they would have shown all of this and i was like wait a minute they only have 40 minutes like of course it, but it did feel like some they they had to leave out like a few i'll, I'll bring up another one a, a, okay yeah. there's two there's two specific cases of this mm-hmm. um so i'll bring up the other one when i when it comes up but like mm. this was definitely one of the first ones i was like where where's this where's the story i know that we've already seen it but yeah. like i don't know it was just it a was quick very... explanation yeah you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. mm. so i mean next time we see them it's daytime and they're climbing in over the fence to get to the asylum and can we just take a moment to appreciate the, the backflip <laughs> Whatever it is <laughs> that Jensen did over that fence. <laughs> it was unnecessarily um I don't know. Flamboyant. I, yes. <laughs> that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I it was that. kind of impressive. It was Yeah. Can you I can't imagine like running up to a fence and just being able to jump it. Like Oh, yeah. I was just like, okay. <laughs> I can barely even like climb over a stile, you know, on those wooden things that you find out on your walks. I like need a hand. So, <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> it's like he did a handstand in, min- in midair yeah, on a fence. Yeah, like, what like... was that? It was amazing. I mean, I guess I, I know Jensen used to be a cheerleader in high school, but like showing off much. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. So, I mean, I didn't write much of this scene. They basically just walk around sort of shining their, like, torches, uh, flashlights on things. Um, And they kind of hover over the south wing and Dean consults the journal, which we kind of find out that he kind of keeps it in his inside pocket, which must be really clunky. Um, Yeah. It's it's a big, big old book. Um, And he says that it's mentioned that 
1972, like three kids went into the South Wing and then only one survived. Um, and they're kind of wondering why nothing had happened since the 70s. But um, mm-hmm. the teenagers that broke in at the beginning of the episode like cut the chain that was on the door. So they've, in, in the words of Dean, that, that, that was either uh, keeping something out or keeping something in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looks like the doors are usually chained. Could have been chained up for years. Yeah, to keep people out. Or to keep something in. So... In the in the trivia of this episode on IMDb, it said mm. something about this is the episode that establishes that iron, like, deters ghosts. Because it's yeah. kind of interesting that why why would these ghosts be stuck in this one wing? And it mm. like they do shine they do show this, um, the the chain and lock quite often. Yeah, and they don't they don't say if it's iron or not, but it is rusting. So I mean, oh, maybe I didn't make that um, connection at all because I also saw that and I was like expecting them then in the episode to like hit a ghost with like a crowbar, and it like never happens. Yeah. So I was like, what were they talking about? Oh my gosh, that's a really good connection. I didn't see that at all. So I mean, it because I mean, there's the 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 salt circle thing hasn't come up yet, but like. Mm. You know that that definitely stops ghosts from getting in. Yeah, but I'm not sure how like having just a chain on the door would stop them from like going through the walls. But mm. you know, it's... I don't think they use that again. I don't think they. I think they use that they can use iron as a weapon, but I don't think they use it mm-hmm. as a deterrent ever. Yeah, I don't know. So, so. yeah, I, I guess that's where they establish it. But yeah, I didn't read it like that at all. I was just. I don't know. I thought, oh, we're locking the doors means the ghosts can't get out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, that, that's exactly what I thought at the beginning. And then I read that. I was like, oh, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah, so, that would I make any sense. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're still walking around this this hospital. And I suppose for him, Dean is teasing Sam about his psychic powers. Like, it's full on, like, teasing. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's weird. Like... I, I get it. He's trying to make light of it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just just something you can, like, joke about. No, I'm serious. You gotta be careful, all right? Ghosts are attracted to that whole ESP thing you got going on. I told on. you, it's not ESP. I just have strange vibes sometimes. Weird dreams. Yeah, whatever. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does... It's so... His character, just avoiding it, just making a joke out of it instead of actually yeah. talking about it. And so this this is the beginning of like the the sequence of reference like uh, <laughs> pop culture references. Yeah, like this is this is the beginning. Like it starts with um, I can't remember who he starts with, but first of all, Sam says that it's just strange vibes and weird dreams, which I feel like is downplaying what's actually going on there. But okay, yeah, I think he says, he says, "Hey Sam, who do you think is a hotter psychic, Trisha Arquette, Jennifer Love Hewitt, or you?" <laughs> i know who patricia arquette is i, I can't i jennifer love hewitt like i can't remember who she is it rings a bell in my head but i used to watch really? medium yeah so i used to i, I enjoyed i enjoyed medium a lot i don't know if you ever watched that so i didn't watch that but i did watch so she's from the ghost whisperer which i did watch because it was really oh, stupid that's where i know oh, her from gosh. i definitely have watched that as well <laughs> yeah so it's 
I can't think of what she's been in recently. I'm going to look this up real quick because I know okay. she's been in something like super, super recent. <laughs> so she was, did you ever watch Criminal Minds? Yes, I love Criminal Minds. Who's she in Criminal so Minds? So she was, she's in, she's one of the, she, um, she's one of the investigators. She's Kate Callahan. Oh. She, she becomes pregnant and like her, her niece is her like adoptive daughter yeah i kind of remember this <laughs> if you think jennifer gardner mm. she looks very similar to that but like le- like shorter basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I yeah she that. was that's where she's from yeah that makes sense okay cool that's that's funny because i don't i don't know who um british arquette was yeah so. yeah she's been in lots of stuff yeah um so I kind of like enjoy this teasing, but like I said, it's kind of more like talking around the subject. And I think Sam's going along with it for a bit. And then as they, he does like more and more, like you can see Sam's getting like a bit pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, he, so he's already referenced, like he's already called, um, called him the kid from Sixth Sense. And then oh, yep. he compares him to two ghost, like, shows um, yeah media i guess medium is uh go show and go yeah, yeah, yeah and then so they end up in like an exam room yeah i think, I think that's so. what like a cre- the... i put creepy medical exam room <laughs> yeah and like they he pushes he doesn't and this they're looking at all the stuff that's in there and like yeah. dean makes another reference to one who flew the cuckoo's nest like yeah he's just like, pulls, like a jack yeah. nicholson face <laughs> yeah um i just put like sam doesn't react like all of these like jokes that dean's making like just sam's just like no reaction (laughs) yeah playing to an audience who doesn't care like at all so they're talking about as as well as making all these pop culture references like they're talking about like what this could be so dean thinks oh maybe it's a ghost that's like possessing people and then sam Mm -hmm. says well like maybe it's like i'm I can never say this word, Amityville or the Smurl hunt haunting, um, which where it wasn't so much possessing people, but the ghosts were like driving them insane. And then again, Dubit's never referenced. He's like, like my man, Jack in the Shining. Yeah. And, um, that's, the, that's the one that like breaks the camel's back. Like Sam's like, no, no more. <laughs> I can't take it. You're taking too many. So I wonder if like this, this is a kind of the point of it though, because yeah. like, like you said, it was so many in this episode. <laughs> And so I'm wondering if it was like, it was kind of indicating a little bit of, um, you know, Sam's re- resilience to this. And then eventually he's just like, you know, too much. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, it's probably something that like Dean does all the time when he's trying not yeah. to talk about something or like yeah, make mm-hmm. a joke out of something. So he's used to it. <laughs> yeah. they, they start uh, like what could potentially be a bit of a deeper conversation. Yeah. And like... I don't. I I felt like they were going to talk a little bit more about what happened in Kansas, as in like their uh, Mary, like mm, that situation. Yeah, but they didn't. They turned and went straight to John and was like, you know, the fact that he wasn't there, um, mm. even after like leaving the messages and stuff, and like it was a very weird conversation. Like it, I was like, whoa, okay, all right, this, yeah. When are we going to talk about it? Talk about what? About the fact that Dad's not here. Oh, uh, let's see. Never. I'm being serious, man. So am I. Sam, look, he sent us here. He obviously wants us here. It was very much like 
you know, Sam wanting to talk about it and Dean not wanting to talk about it, I think. And right. it was, again, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. It's only weird they, like, centred around John not helping them. They didn't discuss Mary at all in this episode. So that that's already a bit odd to me. But, you know, it this, this starts a conversation that finishes later on. And, like, Sam's talking about taking orders, mm-hmm. you know, and... Dean's like, well, yeah, you know, we've been given something, we've been given an order, this is what we've got to do, and, and like, Sam's like, well, we don't always have to follow them, so there's kind of back and forth between them. We deserve some answers, Dean, I mean, this is our family we're talking about. I understand that, Sam, but he's given us an order. So what, we gotta always follow Dad's orders? Of course we do. Well, like, when, when Sam says, like, we, you know, we don't always have to follow them, and Dean says, like, of course we do, like, Sam makes a face, like, kind of, like, gotcha, like, I don't know what it mm-hmm. is, but like he was trying to like draw that out of him. I don't know. It was a bit like, why is he trying to lead Dean down this path? I guess maybe he's trying to make him realize how much he gives into John over the years, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, always doing definitely. what he says. And maybe this is the only way he can get him to talk about it. It's by, it's literally like confrontation after confrontation. <laughs> we can't talk about like normal people. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, Dean doesn't even take this that seriously because he ends it with a joke that says that right there is why I always got the extra cookie. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah. So (laughs) even though Sam is trying to start this serious conversation of like, look what John has made you into, basically. Yes. A sheep. (laughs) Like you will do whatever, whatever he says and Dean doesn't want to acknowledge it. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, I, definitely. Sam's trying to get something out of him here that he doesn't doesn't get. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um. So, no. So I mean, they're having this like I guess conversation confrontation thing, and I put Dean's walking around touching stuff that he shouldn't. <laughs> Constantly like <laughs> leafing through things and like picking things up. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna get you in trouble. Um. And they find <laughs> a plaque <laughs> with the guy's name on it. who's Sanford Ellicott. Ellicott is, I don't know, it's kind of nice to say, like, Ellicott. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a bad name. Yeah. So they find this plaque and, like, oh, maybe it's related. But again, they don't really, That that's it. That's the end of that scene. So um, mm-hmm. they're going to go research this guy, I guess, which I think they must have done. Um, well, so it's, again, this actually, okay, there's more than, more than the two <laughs> that I was going to mention. But this, again, has felt like another, this jump that they do. Mm. It's so weird. Like they don't show how they find out who, who they're going to. So they they end up in a therapist office. Yeah. Um, and it's the the son of the Ellicott person that was there. Yeah. And so we we kind of know that because we see like a little plaque and it says I can't remember what the therapist's name was, but it's something um Ellicott. Yeah. Um, psychiatrist. So it just it just felt like they kind of. In terms of like research, it's all mm. kind of it's it's not it's not really done in this episode in this in the traditional sense, I guess. In that yeah. like they don't go to the library, they don't like look up anything. Like we don't see this like how they got to to find like it seems so um fortunate that the son also became a psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah it's a lot of like coincidences here yeah i think they had a lot to fit in this episode and they needed to try and like cut it as well as they could um but there are a few jump cuts here that feel a bit i don't know rushed i guess but it's it's Mm -hmm. fine it's okay like i said it's just because i've been watching like a 
three hour movie that could tell everything that was going on so yeah and they sure. even even in the not even in the um regular cut they miss out stuff so um <laughs> theatrical cut so anyway yeah exactly i mean so they send sam to go talk to the psychiatrist which seems like the good choice um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely um so but i did say when he gets called into the office he's being like really untactful like i don't know it's yeah it's it's very <laughs> he looks I, i'm a history buff like yeah. yeah no it wasn't it was not good i was like so i even wrote before the next bit of dialogue like he's not he's not gonna convince this psychiatrist <laughs> this trained professional that he's there by accident no. there's no there's no way that he can just be like hey i'm a i'm a history buff and like tell me what you know because yeah. i know that you're the son of or you're related to yeah. and it's just it's his tone that he uses <laughs> like, is just like what a funny coincidence what? that this has happened yeah, <laughs> yeah if he's never gonna get, he was never gonna get that um so i mean i mean the psychiatrist is, makes a deal with him now i'll make you a deal i'll tell you all about the roosevelt riot if you tell me something honest about yourself like uh this brother you're road tripping with how do you feel about him i i do have something else to say about like so i've, ne I've never been to um a psychiatrist or counselor or mm. I, I did when i was much younger and i don't ever remember like being approached as if i've been there before because the way that the the guy was talking was like so tell me how you've been like let's catch up kind of thing i'm like has he been here before like <laughs> and then he, then he says something about the way that he phrases like going on a road trip and stuff i was like okay so then no he hasn't been there before but yeah like i know they try and make you feel comfortable i guess but i don't feel like it's like so casual in that like because sam even introduces saying oh i'm so glad you could see me on short notice which yeah. i feel like is something that you say when you know the person I don't know. So, like, as someone who has been through it in my, like, 20s, like, it is kind of cash. <laughs> like, okay. when I, yeah, it is, I, I would say that it's like that. Like, people really try to make you feel at ease, and it's almost just like a conversation. Um, mm -hmm. But you tend to, like, you go in, you sort of talk about what's happened in the week, like, since you were last there. Like, even... I guess the first appointment's not often like that, but yeah, it's it is like fairly casual. The seats are always okay. really comfy. <laughs> <That's what laughs> but yeah, like it is quite casual. Um, yeah. Um, so then this didn't strike me as as a, a, a conversation to have with the the psych. I mean, Sam was making it weird. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> by asking all, all right. the questions about the asylum and stuff. But like when he asks him to sort of. The, the weird bit is when he asks him like a really direct question. I don't think generally, I, you know, I've never had that happen where it's like, tell me about this specific thing that's going on. That's a bit mm -hmm. odd. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think Sam looks like, like almost Awkward. scared to answer. I yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how much you tell somebody. Yeah. And like, also, what did he say? Because it doesn't, t sh t doesn't show you or tell you. So again, this this is another part that I was like, we where is the story what happened i need to know because it's, it's established that he was there for a long time because dean looks pissed and was like you were in there for, forever and it's just like it, he does explain that so sam explains that that who the rioters were and like it was the, who was in the south wing basically like they said like it was the more like violent patients or mm -hmm. um those who had like more difficulties so it 
you know, those are the people that started the riot, it's, it's assumed, and also that this Dr. Ellicott was there as well. But in this whole thing where he's explaining what happened, he doesn't tell him what he discussed. But that I think that's fair enough. But he definitely said something. What did he say? What do we think yeah. he said to that psychiatrist? <laughs> so I think what he said was what comes up later, like in a yes. little bit. Oh, um, yes. So I do have a theory of like some, I w- we'll get to it when we get to that scene, but I do have a theory of something that, yeah, um, I don't want to say it now because like it doesn't we're make sense to say it now. <laughs> yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, um, so basically they, they discovered that in the South Wing, they all uh, had very um, traumatic, violent deaths, mm-hmm. which equals angry spirits. So they need yeah. to go in and basically find the bodies and uh, destroy them. Yes. Because some yeah. some of them were never recovered. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what they're going to go do. They're going to go back and they're going to go check, which makes sense. So we we cut yeah. to nighttime, but the people going into the asylum aren't Sam and Dean. <laughs> it's uh, two teenagers, I guess, on going a date on a night? date. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> so yeah, why exactly is a very good question. Like. If it makes sense if you're both into that kind of thing, but yeah. like she's clearly not that into mm. it, right? She's just kind of why why are we here? Like how is what is going on? And like really, why would you get out of the car? <laughs> like as soon, as soon as you pull up to like so this this is a, a legend throughout this town, yeah. throughout the city that like this place is bad. Mm-hmm. So you pull up to the place. And you're like, yeah, sure, let's both go in there. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Like, yeah, teenagers are they do they do some questionable things sometimes. Like, I think, but this this one was yeah, more questionable. I, like, why are you going into this abandoned building? Um, it's like, dangerous for so one. Like, it is minus the ghost. I was gonna say, like, I don't think she's that desperate to go out with this guy that <laughs> she would just go along with it. Like, she seems very like independent. Anyway, especially later on, like we hear. A little bit, and it sounds like they're not really haven't been dating a like a um yeah. A long time. It's a it's but. a weird day to take someone on. So yeah, um, I'll introduce them here because they don't get introduced till later, but it will make it easier. So um, the boy is called Gavin, and the girl is Catherine or Cat. So I think she's <laughs> referred to as Cat through most of this episode. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they're uh, wandering. They're they're wandering around. Um, she doesn't want to go any deeper into the like asylum, so he wanders off by himself. And uh, <laughs> I really like, I really like that camera movement where you've got someone like in the foreground, and then it pans slowly away from them, and then you see someone standing behind them. I like that <laughs> horror movie like camera movement. It's so overused and like so cliched, but every time it does it, I'm like, oh, there's someone behind yeah. them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's someone who like looks like his girlfriend in silhouette. So like she walks over and like kisses him, but then we hear a cat like shouting from another room, like "Where are you?" <laughs> then then finally we see like Sam and Dean, and they have arrived, and they're doing like really typical ghost hunter things. So they like Dean's got an EMF detector, and Sam's got that night vision camera that we've seen before. And he mm. says a sentence that just sounded really weird, like, <laughs> I must say, like, it's orbing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like, why did they ever drop the camera thing? I don't know. 
Like, it, apparently it's very effective. Like, it shows everything. Um, like, I mean, it's definitely this. The, the reason, I guess, the reason why they used it for this one is because of the effect that comes up. Like, he's looking around and boom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm also trying to think the last time in, you know, the later seasons where they literally just go ghost hunting. And this it's not that often. What's, what's weirder to me is that we know there are ghost hunters, like, you know, people who hunt ghosts who are using these same techniques. So why are they not finding anything? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, because they seem to be finding it pretty easy, like all those orbs and stuff on that camera screen. There's like loads of them everywhere. And surely mm. there must have been like, oh, I guess it was closed off. I, I guess like with a chain so maybe it's only yeah. in that section all right fine but like that doesn't, <laughs> account, that doesn't account for other haunted buildings i guess they do meet ghost hunters later on but um, ghost pacers but yeah <laughs> but I, I don't think they ever i i might be misremembering but i don't think they ever found a ghost until they meet like the winchesters <laughs> so um, yeah and, and they they do the same yeah that's true that they do the same thing does it hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Maybe, so maybe they're just magnets. Magnets for <laughs> ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> I play the sound capability. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they do like they see like you see like a spooky ghost man um in this bit where they're yeah. walking down and like pans behind them. Like that was unnecessarily creepy. <laughs> yes. His head movement was like, mm. don't like that. Yeah. I mean so there's a lot of the like you you're tracking with the the main characters and like something passes the camera yeah. and like they turn around is 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 they do a really good job of making this episode atmospheric and like creepy which is mm. it's great for that and it's, it's amazing cinematography i really liked it yeah in that sense but i just don't like ghosts <laughs> so I, I can appreciate it but i don't have to like it and i didn't Fair like enough. it <laughs> And I mean, so this comes back to like, so Sam's looking through the camera and then he's like turning around and there's this face, this like distorted white face in the camera. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I wrote boo. (laughs) (laughs) And it's this this woman who's like, um, just, he's just, she's just walking towards Sam. She's not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, he sort of establishes that the, the ghosts are not actually malicious. They're just kind of there trying to, you know, I guess, communicate. Yeah. yeah and he holds on to this where Dean's like not so convinced um, through the mm-hmm. rest of this episode that they're not um, trying to like actively attack anybody. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah. Again, I wonder if he can get like a sort of hint of their intent through his like weird abilities. I don't know. Maybe um, I don't think they ever kind of go too much into it, right? No, no I don't know. Um, so they find um cat hiding behind like a bed or something, and she's she's lost Gavin. She says she heard him scream, but she's lost him. Like I said, oh Dean takes charge and like tells Sam to get her out, but Cat's not having it. She doesn't want to leave without mm-hmm. Gavin. And like she said, she's like, I've seen things. It's really spooky. <laughs> like um, you know. <laughs> Uh, but it's really brave of her, I guess, to go look for this boy, which I we don't know how long she's known him, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would be that brave unless I'd known someone for yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I mean, good on her. She's obviously a good person, I guess. Yeah, she, 
She seems pretty uh, on it, if that makes yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like we say that she's like savvy and like you know brave and everything, but she's walking around this asylum like shouting for like Gavin and Dean has to like be like. Have you seen scary movies before? <laughs> yeah. Like, well exasperated with her. Gavin. I got a question for you. You've seen a lot of horror movies, yeah? I guess so. Do me a favor. Next time you see one, pay attention. When someone says a place is haunted, don't go in. He's like super <laughs> annoyed. <laughs> and I just love that. Like how annoyed he must get at these people who get in these situations. Like why why are you yeah. doing this? Like I would know better. <laughs> <laughs> this is true yeah i mean yeah yeah it's, that is, i wrote the same thing because um, <laughs> it, it's a very good line <laughs> it's oh, advice it. to live by um, <laughs> so that and then it cuts to sam and sam finds gavin like passed out on the floor yeah or knocked out on the floor um mm. and <laughs> gavin tells him about his ghost encounter and like yeah. he's trying to say that like you know did, did the ghost do anything to you? Like, what happened? Like, did he mm. try to attack you? And, he, and Gavin's like, no, but she kissed me. And he's like, okay, but did she say anything? He's like, dude, he kissed, this ghost kissed me. And he's like, I'm scarred for life. And <laughs> Sam's kind of like, the the way Sam kind of just like brushes it off as if it's nothing. Yeah. It's just, it makes me laugh. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think he said like, oh, it's not the worst thing like that could have happened. But, like, this kid probably, like, really traumatized. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying. Oh, man. (laughs) I don't know. Sam's face is super uncomfortable as well, like, talking about it. Like, he's just like, okay, that's that's really odd, you know? And then, so we go back to Dean and Kat, and, um, you know, they're they're looking around, and then she says, ow, you're hurting my arm. And, like, then, like, (laughs) what looks like the thing from the Adams family because it's just like the yeah. hand yeah. there's like nothing else and she gets pulled into um, what looks like a patient's room yeah um, and is like the door slams behind her and Dean's trying to get it open and the, they continue to struggle and screaming and all that kind of stuff yeah like Dean trying to get through that door was super good like I think yeah. he, found, he finds a crowbar somewhere which has made it weirder for me that they never hit a ghost with it because he does have one on him um, yeah, <laughs> trying to like pry the door open and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's no actual ghost inside the room yet. She's just trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she, she there's nothing nothing in there. But obviously, it's still terrifying because she just got dragged in there. And then Sam and Gavin, I guess, hearing the commotion, run over to the door. And in the on the inside, Cat is like being pursued by the ghost. Now it's now appeared and it's like this. So actually, okay, this this is just connecting have Mm. you seen uh the one who flew over the cuckoo's nest no i haven't actually okay well so the ghost that is like you know backing cat up into the wall kind of reminds me of the um one of the main characters not jack nicholson's character but there's this other character who's like the eyes of the the story okay um in the book anyway not so much in the movie um he's this really tall native american guy who um has convinced everyone that he's deaf and dumb so he doesn't speak Mm. and can't hear but he can actually hear and he can actually talk um so it like his the the character that is there looks very similar very tall with the same kind of hair Ah. i don't think he's supposed to be native american but so i just 
I don't know. I, I literally just made that connection. So that's so. a that's a neat connection. Um, I'm glad you made that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that Sam's then yelling through the door, like you have to look at the ghost. Like it's not going to hurt you. Just look at it. It's trying to tell you something. It's not going to hurt you. <laughs> Listen to me. You have to face it. You have to calm down. I just gotta what? I have to what? These spirits. They're not trying to hurt us. They're trying to communicate. Yeah. And I'm just like. Look at the ghost. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm in cat's boat. Like, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to look at this thing. <laughs> but eventually, she she does, and mm. um, they could open the door. Yeah, the ghost just you see the ghost kind of like lean into her, um, and I guess it kind of looks like he's whispering something to her as well. So it it tracks with what Sam's saying, um, and then when she comes out, she's like, oh well, like he just said like one thirty seven. Like, they immediately make the connection that that must be a room number. And Sam and Dean say it at the same time. Room number. I really love it. I love it when they say things at the same time. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> room number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wonder if that was by accident. I wonder. See, it's so hard to say something at the same time, I think. Like, yeah. Without it being, like, so, like, one, two, three three go <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so like yeah i i really like it i i, I yeah <laughs> so like sam's gonna take gavin and cat out um and dean's gonna go find the room um <laughs> like cat asks him some really funny questions here that he's just like not happening like, how do you know about this ghost stuff like is it your job like it's such like teenage <laughs> like stuff to say and he's like, no, like I, it, it, like he's like, is it is our job? Why would anyone want a job like that? I had a crappy guidance counselor. And Dean, he's your boss. No. And then she asks, like, oh, is Dean your boss? <laughs> Sam's face when she asks that, like, and his response is just like. No, like, why would he be my boss? That's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, it does, like, again, play into this whole thing in this episode of, like, Sam being kind of annoyed at Dean and, like, taking orders and stuff. And then she's asking it outright, like, so, oh, it's obvious to other people as well. (laughs) You know? So, I mean, Dean finds the room, um, which is Dr. Ellicott's office. So he's like looking through all his stuff again, touching things he probably shouldn't be touching. <laughs> I guess they haven't come across many cursed objects yet, but I do feel like Dean touching stuff he shouldn't touch gets him in trouble a lot. <laughs> Later on. This is true. And um, Sam, Gavin and Kat find out that they can't get out. The door is locked. And Sam says like, oh, well, I don't think this is the patients. This is something else. Which mm-hmm. it, I, I guess like, ties into his theory that they're not violent in any way. But like, why would they be stopping them from leaving you know so makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah so okay but this this is where i didn't quite get like could they not get out of the the south wing or they couldn't get out of the um whole the asylum as a whole well they was yeah i think they could get out of the whole thing because they were saying about like checking other doors i think they come back later and say like oh i've checked like all the other doors and they're locked Mm -hmm. and then like the windows are barred so yeah, I guess the ghosts have spread to the whole building now. The door is open, like the south wing door is open. Mm-hmm. Maybe just it's it's just kind of interesting that like this is the first time that the doors have not been able to close. And again, it comes down to like what you were saying earlier with 
because it's Sam and Dean, like these things are happening. Whereas before, like the, the police officers got in and yeah. got the kids out and all that kind of stuff. And suddenly now they can't get out. <laughs> yeah. Why are they like a magnet for this stuff? Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess we kind of know, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's because it's 3 a.m., you know, the witching hour. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Who knows? Who um, knows? So Dean Dean finds like a little hidden compartment in the in the wall, mm-hmm. um, and it's this this journal with all these like medical devices, obviously not used in a uh, sanctioned medical way. Mm. It's like a, a bone saw and some like um, I don't the the way that these the like objects are drawn, like the syringe mm. and stuff. Like I'm pretty sure those types of syringes were used in like the very early. 19th century rather than like the 60s and 70s but i don't know i like you know the the circular handles of the syringe and stuff like Mm. i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know like yeah i guess like i used glass ones until plastics were a big thing but yeah Mm -hmm. How weird. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, this journal's like super creepy. It's like full of oh, yeah. sort of ramblings and writings and stuff. And he makes another reference to himself, I guess. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> a shining reference. So it's like, all, like, all work and no play me. Jack a dull boy, I guess. You know, yeah. I guess it does look like the rambling from The Shining. Um, mm-hmm. And then it, go- it cuts back to Sam. Um, and like you just said, he, he was trying to, he checked all the doors and couldn't get out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he receives a phone call from Dean for help, and he's told that he's in the basement. Yeah, and I think we should know something's up here because, like, Dean's voice on the phone sounds really distorted and weird. But I, I, I guess you could either put that down to like it, the the ghosts in the building are maybe messing with the electronics. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So yeah, yeah, that's true. And so he he tells like ask Kat and Gavin like can either of you handle a gun and so Kat says I can and like <laughs> Gavin's <laughs> like what so this is where I'm like have have they really known each other that long yeah I mean I guess it doesn't really come up in conversation if like you're just uh, to say her dad took her clay shooting or something I don't, I don't remember she says exactly. something about her dad teaching her yeah yeah so she she takes a shotgun and Sam goes off to the wards the basement yeah um, and, and it's it's kind of interesting that they use the same sort of like um, camera movements that they mm-hmm. did for Officer Kelly when he was down there. Like they they concentrate on the boiler room sign, and they concentrated on the the biohazard sign on the door. Yeah, like, it was the same kind of the camera movements. Like I said, it's a really good way to show you that he's going the same way they that the like Kelly did. I think like quite a clever way to do it without saying it outright. Yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, Sam continues to walk around and like the again using like hidden door or not not hidden doors but doors moving. A yeah. hidden door opens and like he goes in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this can only be bad things. You're in a basement and a hidden door <laughs> opens. Not, none of this sounds like a good idea. No. Um, and then we see this like um, a secret operating room. Yeah. And. Um, He's like moving curtains around and like all the music's all tensiony and I'm like, there's gonna be a jump scare, what's it gonna be? And then <laughs> first I thought it was gonna be behind the curtain and then it's not. He turns around 
And there's Mr. Ghost. Don't be afraid. I'm going to make you all better. Dr. Yeah. Ellicott and he has electrical hands and he's saying I'll make you feel better. I thought the effect was really cool here, like the blue yeah. light on his hands and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I think it's even cooler later on. Um, but here, yes. yeah, you just see like Sam get zapped and then um, yeah, cuts to black. I guess it would have been an ad break there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we cut back to Gavin and Kat and Kat's like, well, we're breaking up after this if we get out alive. Like, <laughs> no more. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Dean like walks around the corner and Kat like tries to shoot him. Luckily he gets out the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, good for her. Like, good yeah, for her. <laughs> it's a good shot. She know you got him. <laughs> so he's like, "Where's Where's Sam? Like, why has he left you here with a shotgun? Like, what's going on?" Um, she's like, "He's gone to the basement." So yeah, Dean goes. Luckily, the the like kids stay there. Yeah. So the, he says a line that I really liked. Watch yourselves and watch out for me. Which yeah. is like, watch out for yourselves and watch out for me. <laughs> his tone, his tone again is very uh, um, annoyed. Like the same kind of tone he was using for like when you see a horror movie. Like it was the same kind of thing. So. Yeah, he's, he's not having it with he's his kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he's had it. Had, um, <laughs> so Dean goes obviously to find Sam, and I just put he finds Sam looking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> So this this is where I was saying like about it being like Sam's version of the skin episode because yes. Sam's he's himself here but he's like not himself. So we know something happened to him, so like why is he now acting like everything is fine? He's kind of acting a bit weird or, and standoffish. And like oblivious to like kind of everything. Mm. Like as if like they hadn't discovered all of this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, or he's like, well, I think his, he's like actively hiding it. Because, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. That's just what I mean. Like we go back to like, is the ghost, ghost not possessing like him? It's make, making him act a certain way though. Like, has it yeah. taken something from him? I don't know because it like, why is he not telling? I don't know. It's it's a weird one. Like, what does it actually do to them? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's not really. I can't even couldn't even hazard a guess at what it could be either. Yeah. Because you know, like electric shock therapy is obviously what they're going for with you know the electrical yeah. hands thing. But it doesn't it doesn't cause that much of a like a personality switch so maybe it's more like the the ghost is like not doing complete possessions but like a little bit because he he doesn't want dean to go into this secret room Mm. so and that's because obviously the dr ellicott doesn't want him to go into that room yeah exactly right yeah like maybe the ghost is like putting a little bit of himself into into his victims i guess yeah that makes sense so, I mean, maybe I should have looked it up a little bit beforehand in that, like, what happens when you get electroshock therapy? Because obviously mm. that's that's what the, the therapy that they're trying to, like, he was trying to do on all of the people that get um, attacked by him. So, because it, it obviously does something. I wonder, because they were talking about, like, anger therapy and, like, rage therapy. That's what um, Dean was saying that he'd found. Mm. Um, so I wonder if he like makes people angry 
but like not necessarily like violently angry but you know kind of like cold anger you get towards people because mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. at the beginning like that's what Kelly like felt towards his wife maybe like he was really angry at her um mm-hmm. and then like I think Sam here if he's really angry at Dean and that kind of shows with what he says to him like maybe he's just not telling him out of spite you know like yeah. oh nothing's going on like you don't need to know Mm-hmm. So, or like hiding the case from him because he's angry that they're even like on a case. I, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. go with it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's good. It's a good idea, definitely. Mm. So, like, this is this is where it, it really becomes like a reverse of skin. Yeah, in that we see Sam basically getting all his emotions out. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is. I I, I like this. I like this scene a lot. Yeah. It was, yeah. you know, this this whole idea of like being the good little soldier, and like he's just had enough of it. Mm. I don't know. It was, yeah. So like, this starts because Dean's trying to find this hidden door. Like he kind of knows it exists because he's read this journal, and mm-hmm. he finds it but can open it. And then he turns around, and like Sam is like leveling the shotgun at him. So he put the gun down. Is that in order? That's more of a friendly request. Because I'm getting pretty tired of taking your orders. I mean, oh, and getting a nosebleed. So this is how we know, oh, definitely this is what's happened in the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he fires the shotgun. I was like, what? I know, I know he's actually shot him through the door. Like, he's like, oh yeah, like I'm tired of taking your orders. And like, Dean was literally like, well, what are you going to do? Shoot me? <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's like, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Once in your life, just shut your mouth. What are you gonna do, Sam? Guns filled with rock salt. Not gonna kill me. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's full of like um, rock salt, so mm-hmm. it didn't like kill Dean, but that's gotta hurt. He probably oh, yeah. like flew backwards and like opened the hidden door, which is quite convenient. <laughs> But yeah, he was on the floor for a few seconds, like, ow. Mm-hmm. Dean's on the floor, Sam's standing over him, I guess still with the shotgun. So if he shoots him again at this range, like, it's really going to hurt. Um, yeah. And again, like, I don't know, throughout this whole scene, like, Dean's, like, baiting him. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, he's saying, like, well, you know, this isn't yourself. Um, like, we'll, we'll sort this all out and you'll go back to normal. And... I think Sam says, like, oh, I am normal. I'm just telling the truth for once. And it's like, mm-hmm. ooh, ooh, okay, then. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. And and you're right. This is where he says the line, like, you just follow dad's orders like a good little soldier. I mean, why are we even here? Because you're following dad's orders like a good little soldier? Because you always do what he says without question? Are you that desperate for his approval? This isn't you talking, Sam. That's the difference between you and me. I have a mind of my own. I'm not pathetic like you. Dean's <laughs> called a soldier a few times. And it's always in mm-hmm. a, like, mm, I want to say derogatory term. Like, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As if it's like, a bad thing. Like he can't think for himself, so he's just following mm-hmm. orders. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it gets really bad. Like, he's he then... I don't even know why you would bait someone into shooting you with a real gun. Come on, take it. Real bullets are going to work a hell of a lot better than rock salt. Take it. I mean, he didn't, he didn't, I guess, right? So I so he, he offers Sam a gun. He's like, well, you know, if you want to kill me, here you go. 
Like, yeah. It's, it's messed and up. Honest, <laughs> honestly, like, I didn't think he was going to do it. And I then he does. He, he, pulls do the, he did pull the trigger. Multiple <sighs> times. Yeah. So, again, okay, so this is another part which you have to, you ha- like, as a viewer, you have to do a little bit of, like, thinking on. Because yeah. he doesn't explain why he has an unloaded gun with him. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't make sense. But, so, the the I propose the reason why he has, well, the reason why the gun is unloaded mm-hmm. is because he already knows that, like, these go, or something that's going on causes a lot of rage. Mm-hmm. And the, the officer Kelly shot himself and his wife. Yeah. So maybe he thought that like he needed the he needed it for anybody who might approach like if there was someone in the building like he could threaten them but not actually kill them or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it's it's just it feels a way too convenient that the gun was unloaded. It does. I mean, I guess you could also reason this out like maybe he's carrying different ammo depending on what they might find. Um, you know, maybe he has some different types that he's carrying with him and didn't load any of them. But yeah, it is yeah. a bit convenient. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I'm sure Sam would be able to tell that a gun was unloaded, but maybe I guess he wasn't thinking right in that moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, yeah. you know, you get so angry, you don't really think about what you're doing. I've Like, yeah, I've had a couple yeah. moments like that. Um, I just, so this scene, what, what I was thinking about here was like, Oh, he trusts Sam not to shoot him. This is up until the point Sam actually did try yeah. to shoot him. I'm like, <laughs> okay, he's giving him this gun because he trusts that Sam won't shoot him. Like, he's still himself in there. Like, he's not going to mm-hmm. do it. And, like, this comes up again later. There are other points um, in this, I think, not necessarily in this season, but in later seasons where, like, Sam's not himself. Mm-hmm. And Dean's trusting him not to kill him because he's still Sam. But I'm thinking, why do you have this trust? Because here he literally tried to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it calls into question like, oh, so even, d- so then despite this, despite the fact that he tries to shoot him here, later on when other things happen, he still trusts Sam not to kill him. This is like... That's, yeah, that is not <sighs> crazy. They trust each so, other way too much. <laughs> they do. But so... You know what? What made me kind of the, this? What I'm going to say here is um, is a major spoiler for season fifteen. But like this whole scene was basically it was almost reversed in I think it's fifteen eighteen, mm. where Dean is so livid with um, what's going on and like trying to get Jack the bomb to kill mm. God, and yeah. like. They have this very similar, like, Dean threatens to kill him at that point and, like, properly beats him up. Like, mm-hmm. this feels very similar, but, like, reversed. And I, yeah. it, it was kind of, it was weird to have this, like, ref- I mean, obviously, I feel like these situations come up a lot, but oh, this yeah, particular definitely. one just reminded me a lot of this, obviously, maybe because it's fresher in my mind um, for season 15. Yeah, I, it happens a lot where they're, like on the verge of killing each other and they have to like yeah. plead with them not to not just these characters other characters as well so this is true this hmm. is very true yeah but i was um, saying like i don't know where that trust is coming from because yeah no, no, really no. didn't earn it <laughs> <laughs> not at all nope um yeah i mean dean believes in family that much he really does he, he really, he really believes does. in his he really believes in his family 
Um, and then Dean gets the upper hand because, of course, mm-hmm. he does, um, and knocks him out. And like he calls him Sammy again. Sorry, Sammy. Do you know yeah, that? He, yeah, because he like punches him and then like to knock him to the ground. Then really punches him to like knock <laughs> yeah. him out. And I was like, ouch. But yeah, he does say like, <laughs> "Sorry, Sammy." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't hear him at that point, so I guess he couldn't um, shoot back with, like, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if he calls him Sammy behind his back to other people. Probably does. I mean, Uh it's his little brother. Of course he's going to use his his little brother nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Dean enters the room, and he's, like, exploring and, like, he sees this like cabinet and this like a little tuft of something coming out. It's obviously yeah. hair. Um, and he opens up the closet. His reaction, I was like, "Yep, that yeah. that's probably a very good reaction to that." Yeah, that's, that's a farewell. Oh, oh that <laughs> could, that probably does smell horrendous. Yeah, but um, so he salts the salts the body and throws the lighter fluid on him. Yeah, and then he gets attacked, and the lightning effect in this was so much. It wasn't so much, but it was just more like, not expressive. I don't know what the word I'm trying to say here. It was like more but it was defined. More... Yeah, you could kind of yeah. see it better. Like there was lightning going through his mouth and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and he's like trying to get to the, to he's flick, he flicks the lighter open and manages to like throw it in there. Yeah. I watched okay. that back. So I was like, how did he get the lighter in there? Like, so I yeah. like, rewound it and was like, oh, okay. He flicked it on and then threw it. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so for me... Mm-hmm. This this happens. This happened in Bloody Mary too. Yeah, Dean has some serious mental fortitude <laughs> because obviously Sam got affected really quickly with in Bloody Mary, and then yeah. here Sam was also like taken out straight away. Obviously, yeah. there was a commercial break, so we don't know how long it was. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm wondering if it was because Sam had gone to therapy that it made him more susceptible to being able to be like, when you talk about your emotions, you're obviously more vulnerable at that point. Mm. So he was already super vulnerable to, for whatever whatever he'd been talking about during that day. Yeah. And so, then he's obviously, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm, pro- I'm completely no, no. reaching, but I don't know, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, so what you're saying is that Dean's emotional repression is what saved the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, it could it could be right. Yeah, no, for sure, I think so. Yeah, because he does take he does seem to take long to like succumb to this. So he has the he's together with it enough that he can throw that lighter into the cabinet. So yeah, no, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think that's a good good theory. <laughs> <laughs> so the the burning on this one was completely different to what we've yeah, seen before. Like the, he turned the to stone. Yeah, the ghost didn't burn at all, and also he left like a residue. It like mm-hmm. crumbled, and there was still stuff left on the floor. Like generally, ghosts don't leave any evidence that they were there. You know that? Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. It, it didn't weird. make sense. I don't know why he crumbled into dust. But yeah, it's like it felt very um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer after. Her. Yeah. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah, it was pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, but they they did it. The only thing I thought was weird about this, so the ghost like crumbled and then like Dean sort of gets off the floor and like Sam's right next to him, like right next to him. But while they were doing all like rolling around the floor with the ghosts and stuff, I thought Sam was on the other side of the room. Anyway, I don't know. It just caught my eye. I was like, well, it's really weird. (laughs) You know, I didn't, I didn't pick that up. 
Mm. That's interesting. I don't huh. mind. <laughs> um, so we're we're outside the asylum. It's now the morning. Yeah. Um, and it's actually so Sam says that he remembered everything that he he said in there. Ooh, yeah. And actually wants to have a conversation about it. Like yeah. wants to say, like wants to talk about the anger issues that he's obviously having. Yeah. But Dean's just like, nope, not I'm not having it. Do we need to talk about this? No. I'm not really in the sharing and caring kind of mood. I just want to get some sleep. Oh, I think he says like, oh, not in the sharing, caring kind of mood. <laughs> yeah, like, I get it. I mean, it's not it's not great to have someone's anger directed at you and potentially be shot by that person. Yeah. But like, you do need to say something about it. Like, it's not... No, they're not going to okay. talk about it. They're not going to talk about it. <laughs> They're not going to talk about it. And I'm like, there's three minutes left of the episode. Like, what? 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 I actually, like, hmm. stopped and I was like, well, this is two lines that sums up Supernatural, where Sam's like, we need to talk about this. And dude's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically. Oh, no. It's, e- it's yeah. either Sam saying it or Dean saying it. It's never, like, they never come to an agreement that yeah. they both need to do it. I always, I have this, I have this photo set saved um, that I saw someone post once and it's from a later season because Sam's got really long hair and uh, he's digging a grave and Dean stood on the side and he says, do you want to talk about it? And then Sam says, no. So, I mean, it's exact same, <laughs> it's the exact same lie. <laughs> and it's like yeah well that's it that's 15 years for you we don't want to talk about yep. it <laughs> look where it got you yeah so i mean dean's like no i just want to go to sleep i mean to be fair like i guess like you said like i'd be kind of annoyed like my brother's just shot me told me all these horrible things about myself that you know i just follow orders and that i boss him around and so yeah i'd be ang- i i guess dean's angry here but doesn't want to show it because kind of also not sam's fault really that he said those things so you know yeah gosh just talk about it they should go back to see that therapist together you know <laughs> right <laughs> if anybody needs like That's family funny. therapy it's these guys <laughs> um, what i did like about this is like dean says like no i just want to go to sleep and then the next scene is like says him asleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't see that very often well not no. not in the beginning anyway and like you hear a phone ringing and Sam's obviously asleep too. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. They've just been up all night. Like you're going to go home and go to, I'm going to crash. And, you know, you say, Dean, your phone's ringing. Dean, your phone's ringing. And he answers the phone and Sam says. Hello. Dad. <gasps> I like where he like. End of episode. Says it, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Cut to black. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. So I wrote, "Freaking finally!" <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but like, took you long enough. <laughs> yeah, and then Sam picks up. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, yeah. After all, after all this time, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I really like this episode. I actually remembered like most of the stuff that happened this episode, and I I know I liked it. You know. Um, mm-hmm. I think I I know you don't like a ghost story, but I quite like a good ghost episode of Supernatural. It feels very <laughs> like familiar, and I think there's a lot of ghost episodes in this first season. I yeah, think most of the monsters have been ghosts so far, uh, and I think that's why it feels familiar. I like it as well because at least it did continue on a little bit from the last episode. 
They didn't discuss yeah. everything. They discussed some of the things, kind of. Mm-hmm. They talked around it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, that's... The, yeah, yeah. It it felt... It didn't feel as much of a step backwards as um, some of the other episodes have. Yeah. But it wasn't quite what I... I, I honesty, like... There's that I I only remember fragments of the next few episodes. Like I don't yeah the the overarching story. I know I'm getting confused with season two and three. Like yeah. I I can't differentiate when certain things happen. Mm. So it, you know there's there's I I think we're go like sometimes I think we're going too slow and then suddenly we're we're not. So it's and it's bizarre. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean overall, like like I said, I I don't like creepy ghosts like. So far, the other ghost stories have not affected me as much as this one. And I think it's yeah. just more because there's more of them. Like mm. most of the time, it's just one ghost. Whereas this one, there was, we saw like at least four, right? Four yeah. or five. But I mean, like, the, so the cinematography, the way, the whole feel of the episode was very good. I did enjoy that. Yeah, I thought the lighting was really nice. Like, it was a dark episode, as they mostly are. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like times when they use torches and like lighters and things, I think it looks really nice. So, yeah, I like it. I like a little bit of character. There's a little bit of character development. A tiny bit. I mean, it wasn't really. It was all stuff that we already kind of knew. Sam was kind of like on Dean's case a bit about how much he sort of idolizes John. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Dean doesn't think that Sam's like fully committed to the life at the moment. It's it's all stuff that's been gone over before. Um, Yeah. But this is the first time, I guess, Sam's kind of really confronted dean about it but it wasn't really you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see maybe the next few episodes if, if john's gonna be about maybe some things will be said who knows maybe. yeah who knows indeed well so the talking about that the next episode is scarecrow which is like i just read the first line of the description and i'm like yeah. oh no uh... um i won't i won't say anything, anything more but this this is the episode that i thought uh, Hookman was going to be. Yeah. You were right. That, like, Scarecrow is literally. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Is, I, I think I, it's like a Jeepers Creepers kind of. No. No. Jeepers Creepers? I don't no, know. I think I you're right remember. with the Jeepers Creepers. The only thing it makes me think of is that Doctor Who two parter episode with the Scarecrows. You know? I don't remember that. Uh, I don't remember it. From one of ten, Ten's episodes. Um, yeah, there's like scarecrows attacking like an English village. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it makes me think of that. And I think it's kind of similar. Maybe it doesn't look as um, almost cartoonish as the Doctor Who ones. But no, looking right. forward to it. I find scarecrows super creepy. So, And all around <laughs> here, they, they have like festivals for scarecrows. And I don't like it. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've, I've actually seen a scarecrow like in person i don't think i've ever actually seen one i mean i've seen them on tv and i've seen them like this that, and the other but like I, I don't think i've ever gone to like a field and seen one uh, i will but take then, you to the uh, scarecrow festival it's creepy yay <laughs> <laughs> so thanks everyone for trying to escape purgatory with us this week i feel like we made some steps in the right direction but I'm not sure. Have we seen that tree before? <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>